I was really debating on even how to start this. This topic is big. I think we all know that. Depression. It is said that everyone will go through it at least once in their life. And if you don't believe me, you can Google it. Because apparently we do. And I believe it. I believe it. Anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression are the most common mental health conditions. And if I'm being honest, I feel like they're the easiest to fall into. Makes a lot of sense. Why a lot of people have anxiety and depression. Or even just depression or even just anxiety. It makes a lot of sense. With the world that we've grown up in. For generations after generations. I can see why. Tell me you can't see why. Because I can see why. How do I explain this? I can only really go by my own personal experiences here. And I can take a bit of stories that I've heard without names, obviously, and incorporate, because I will. It all links into this whole topic of understanding and trying to really dig deep into why, (laughs) what, you know, all the questions, all... The understanding of how people feel. But I feel like we all know what this feels like. It's just... We've grown up in a society that hasn't taught us this stuff, for starters. Secondly, we don't know how to deal with it. Because again, in school, we're not taught with how to deal with our human emotions. So why would we be taught how to deal with mental health conditions? So I think a lot of people have gone through it without even knowing that they've gone through it. Or that they're currently going through it. It's devastating and it's the same thing with even eating disorders. A lot of people think that there's normality to the way that they're eating or the way they think about food, their relationship with food, but really it's it's on the borderline or is an eating disorder. I think that's incredibly sad. Oh man. When I... I I know, I know that I was very young when I experienced depression. Very young. Um, I, I, I got to be a child, but not to the full extent. I had to grow up really quickly as a child. And, you know, I was met with a lot of challenges. A lot of challenges that caused a lot of trauma that really just, it was a painful past. It was a painful past and my child self, she suffered. And my teenage self (laughs) and my adult, young adult self. So saying all this, I can, in saying all this, I can actually understand why from such a young age I fell into depression quite easily that child was just a child she was children are sponges you know they absorb they're learning they're just trying to find themselves in the world and understand the world and 
because I went through a trauma at such a very young age, I was exposed to a side of the world that was quite dark. Not quite, very dark, actually. How do you navigate that as a child? You know, how do you cope with something like that? How does anyone expect someone's mind to cope with something as daunting, haunting and traumatic? I mean, that is an opening gate to depression and anxiety amongst many other problems. It also brought in PTSD in my life as well, which I was diagnosed with not until I was 21, but that's a different story. But I, I get it. I totally get it. I had no awareness on what had happened to me. I had no knowledge on what had happened to me. All I know is that I was traumatized, I was hurt, and I could not. I tried so hard to vocalize. I tried so hard to communicate. That was completely dismissed. She went through the ringer at such a young age. And I speak um, about my child self like this because I believe in the concept of inner child. And I had to do a lot of healing. And I mean a lot, a lot of healing. A lot of healing from her. She needed that. And I get, I get why. It's very valid. But this is how I speak about it. But anyway. Going through all of that, and even if people that are listening to this, all the stuff that you've been through as well. How do we expect each other to cope as an individual, as a human being, with things that we weren't taught, without awareness, without knowledge? How do we expect people to cope? How do we expect them to understand what is going on? And then your mentality, your mental health, you, the psychological part, your mind is trying to cope. Your body is trying to cope as well. It's not just your mind that's being implemented here. It's every part of you. When something gets hard, when you can't cope, when things are overwhelming, it affects every part of you. That's got to cope. When the mental health isn't coping, when the body's not coping, other things come into play. And that's how I feel like depression evolves. It evolves from not coping. It evolves from the not knowing. It evolves from the miseducation. It evolves from how we deal with it. It evolves from everything. And I get why, you know, like I said at the start, actually, I thought that it was the absolute devil. But really... My mind was not handling it. And this is what came from that. And it's like, your mind is just trying to do what it needs to do. But the human body has a limit. The mind has a limit. We have a capacity. And because we live in this world where people are consistently testing other people and the way the system is and so many other things... Capacities get reached very quickly, but then, you know, with the hustle life and all that other bullshit, it pushes you over that. And then we wonder why someone collapses. We wonder why people have breakdowns. We wonder why people can't move forward or are stuck of experiencing loneliness, have 
attempted suicide. We wonder all this shit, but we don't look at the way things are, the way people's behaviors are. We don't look at the fact that so many people need to heal. And I'm not apologizing for saying that it's true. So many people need to heal, but the system isn't actually allowing them to do so because of the way it is. So I can totally see why depression is such a big thing, why anxiety is such a big thing. And as I grew up and I had no idea what it was, it obviously got worse because it was untreated. And things were feeding it. And what else is your mind meant to do when it's not being treated, when it's not healing, when it's not being allowed to progress, when it's not being allowed to release? What happens when your health goes downhill, your physical health? You go to hospital or you go to a doctor, you do what you can to bring it back up to your stability health. That is not even a thing. (laughs) You do what you can to bring balance to your physical health, right? Well, that's the same with your mental health. Your mental health needs your balance. And when it goes for such a long period of time without it, where do you think your emotions and feelings get stored? They don't fly away. As great as that would be, They don't fly away or vanish into thin air. They get stored and the unbalanced just stays like that. But then it gradually gets worse and worse as we keep storing and over flooding our capacity and over flooding the cabinets or the filing cabinet, however you want to call your own mind. It progresses down a stage that is really overwhelming. That is just, it's a lot. And that's also where people hit suicidal thoughts and suicidal ideations because it's like a breaking point. So understanding depression, I really wanted to bring in like a different way of understanding it here because I know we've already really, we have only really seen it in a particular light and that's exactly how I saw it as well, you know, very negative very debilitating and I'm not saying it's not because it is but if we dive way back into understanding it where it comes from why I think you'd find that it's it's actually not your mental health's fault it's actually not your fault it's not there's no fault in this it's the same with It's the same with physical health. Like I said, when your physical health deteriorates, okay, and things get presented, whether it's a virus, the cold, the flu, whatever it is, okay, we don't blame our physical health. We just go, yeah, this is, this is what it is. Now I've got to heal, get better, move on. Your physical health is the same. The only, the only problem with this Like I'm saying, we don't treat it like physical health. But can I just say that untreated, heads down, dangerous paths. And I think we all know that when your mental health is debilitated, your physical health is debilitated, they literally affect each other. 
it is so important to have a healthy mind. But it's like, how do you do that in this world sometimes, you know? I get when people say that. They go, how do I do this in this world? I I hear you because I used to sit, say the same thing. I used to sit there and go, how the hell do you heal in all these environments that made you sick in the first place? That's a quote. That is an actual quote. You can Google it. Like, how do you do that? And I'm going to say the most obvious answer, but you try. You try. I know it's exhausting. (laughs) Trust me, I know. I know. But you just, you keep trying. Because one, not every counsellor is expensive. Two, not every counsellor is a bad vibe. You know, you just got to find one that fits. And it's like a friend, okay? They're like friends. Find the one that you're connected with. Find the one that you trust, you know? Give it a couple of sessions even. Just just try. And I know how hard it is. I know it's easier said than done. I know it all. I felt it all. Literally. I've been that person that has sat there and heard stuff and thought, yeah, whatever. I am meant to suffer. I was born to suffer. This is how it is. Kumbaya. Really, I was just putting myself in a victim mentality box and then quitting on life altogether. And that wasn't getting me anywhere. So I'd rather try. I literally said to myself, I'd rather try. I might as well. Nothing can get worse from here. I've already been through the ringer. I've already been through all this shit. What? How can it get worse? How can it get worse? It can't. And it hasn't. It hasn't. It really hasn't. I know. Positive. All the positives. You know, it's got to end all the positives. But... The whole the whole journey is a ringer. For me personally, it was, but I want to be honest that not every single moment of it was negative and bad. You just try, at least try for yourself, for you anyway. It is for you to try. I feel like we all kind of know like where, what depression is, where it situates from. I think we all know and can grasp the toll of it. You know, like getting out of bed is not an option. That's non-existent when you go through depressive episodes. Having a shower or remaining hygienic, that is non-existent as well. Getting up and doing things that are people clarify as like the basic essentials or the, or anything like that. That's that's just not a part of the process of depression. That's just how it is. For this, this is just how it is. It's not about a choice. It's not about you know you can you can just get up and move forward. It's not about that. Come on, it's outdated stuff that we're that people are projecting here. Someone to help themselves through it. It's a process that needs time. Depression is incredibly debilitating. I feel like we all know this. It's just disappointing that I feel like we all know this, but we still make it continually hard for each other by saying, you're just being lazy or you're just being rude or inconsiderate to other people. You just don't care about yourself. Well, 
do you really think that the thought process of depression is that you are the number one priority? Not in that process, no. Mental health conditions, no. There's no choice in that. You're dealing with something that is way beyond human emotions. The factor of getting up and having a shower and exercising, doing all of that, you can do that through the process of sadness. But through the process of depression, that, mm, no, that's a rare, rare thing. And if someone else can, there probably is someone out there that can. High-functioning people as well are known to be able to do that. But it's a rare commodity. I think that's one thing that we lack the most in is understanding, like I said. Parents understanding why their kids are sitting on a game for hours on end. Just to be distracted from the realities of this world because this world can be so freaking hard to live in. It is the most challenging part of this life and it shouldn't have to be. And I know that we all can sit there and say, this is just the way that it is. So do I tell my future children that? Do we just tell all the children that accept your pain and your hardships and your hustle and accept the hurt, accept the trauma, because this is just the way it is? Welcome. Welcome. Should hold a sign up when they come out. Welcome to depression that you are potentially going to get at such a young age. Because we just believe that this is the way life is. Welcome to depression at a very young age. And I know that everyone will say, you know, why would you wish that upon? It's not about wishing, it's reality. It's a freaking reality. If I was at such a young age experiencing depression and suicidal thoughts, children can experience mental health conditions at a very young age. And I'm talking like five four it doesn't discriminate there is no time stamp or time limit as I've, I've actually said that before too but it's true there is no time limit there's no discrimination there was one story that I actually found on the internet I think it happened in America where this mum and her daughter I, I can't fully get the story right but I know that it went on the lines of this, where this mum and this daughter saw this woman in a doctor's office, I think, or something. And she was just, she was going through a depressive episode. She hadn't showered, you know, she was just exactly how we all get in a depressive episode. And apparently the mum turned to the daughter and said, you're too pretty to end up like that. Hmm. And I remember reading this article, and this would have been like probably three years ago, maybe even four, I can't remember, but it was a while ago that I read this article. And I thought, I bet that people think that. But if you actually think that mental health conditions discriminate, that that's interesting. They're not a human being. Mental health conditions is not a human being. It's in all of us. Mental health is in all of us and it can become a mental health condition if not treated. Simple as that. 
but the concept of mental health conditions and what depression feels like I I feel like we do have an understanding of it it's just really like I said what can we do about it you know what can we do because there is something you can all do you don't have to go out there and shift the world unless you want to that's up to you but it's as simple as starting from your home starting with you even And then working your way to others and passing it along. Because I know that it's very easy to fall into that. And I feel like we all know what this is like. We know what depression is like. And how hard it is to move through your life with it. There were many moments where I couldn't function because of it that I I honestly lived my entire life without an identity because of many other things as well but it kind of felt like a a drag it was I was not really living I was not living I was just kind of dragging my feet through life life with depression anxiety I wasn't diagnosed with Um, social anxiety and PTSD and an eating disorder until after 21 but before then I was experiencing PTSD and that but I didn't know no one had properly diagnosed me but through depression and anxiety I was not living I I sadly just don't know what my life was as a child and as a teenager. And it wasn't until like 22, 23 that some good memories actually resurfaced. Like I had completely forgotten about the times that I actually enjoyed. Because living with depression, anxiety and it being untreated had just had completely flooded my mind with every single negative aspect that had occurred in my life. And that cycle just keep continued. That just it just continued. That was my life. That's all I remembered. That's not something I chose. I don't know where the choice is in that. But that was my life. Everything was self-sabotage everything was doom and gloom I didn't see the point in anything and I'm really surprised that I even made it to 25 because I didn't even think I was going to make it to 16 and then 18 but mostly I did not want to live past 21 Because that's just the thing about these conditions and the extremities of them is that when it's just consistent and then you're dealing with life at the same time. So you're dealing with yourself. You're dealing with these conditions, the conditions you don't even actually know much about because I didn't know much about them. Information was very scarce back then. That's even worse because then you have no idea what's going on in your own head. 
you're dealing with that you're dealing with life like I don't understand how we still preach that human beings are robots that's what it feels like and I remember at that age consistently hearing that I just had to be strong I had to just had to put on such a front act like I'm a freaking emotionless numb robot and honestly I became that but then I'd have massive breakdowns that would end with a suicide attempt it was just an absolute wreck completely debilitating completely something I'm still healing from it still brings me pain just to really know that I didn't get it. I didn't have a childhood or I didn't really feel like a teenager. I didn't really live. I was not living. And to know that I, I'm not going to get that back, that's really hard to process. That's really hard to really come to terms with. You know, people may remember me as funny and smiley and all this stuff. I learnt from a young age not to tell people. I learnt from a young age that, like I said at the start, that my my child self couldn't communicate. No one let her communicate. No one listened. So that became a part of my life of survival mode. Survival mode was my life. Many depressive episodes, many, 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 many that made me miss out on school. So I was very behind. I dropped out of school because I just couldn't do it anymore. I was barely surviving in that place, amongst other things, but I couldn't do it anymore. I was a slow learner because of it. I was not even close up to the level of other people. I felt so behind. I just... I couldn't stay in a job. I hit, I hit rock bottom more than, more than a few times. Life just really was... An absolute catastrophe like I didn't even classify it as a life and it is hard to to come to terms with that like I think for anyone that is probably thinking the same thing of what they've been through it's hard to come to terms with that it's hard to to process that it's hard to sit there and know that that was your that was your reality Many, 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 many nights of sleepless nights, no sleep at all, insomnia, fatigue. It, depression affected my physical health to such a massive extent. Very malnourished at times and then very over, overnourished. Like I ate a lot sometimes too because binge eating disorder, food became my comfort. You know, depression, mental health conditions in general. They are, it's not just the one thing. They have 
they start off, they kick off other things as well. That's really why I think it's very crucial. There is no way in hell that I'd want anyone to live that life like I did. And it's not about, it is not about that concept of heroic or even just like, how do I explain it? It's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with that. It's just the pure fact that I don't think anyone deserves to live like that. That's, it's not living. God, I don't have much to say about my past in terms of positivities. And that is just sad within itself. Why would I want the next human being to go through that or the future generations to go through that shit when it can be avoided? It can be. Everyone wants to think that everything is impossible. And I know, I get it, within our own mentality and what we were taught, this world makes everything impossible. It makes us feel like everything's impossible. That's a better way to explain it. But it is possible for us to change because I've seen it. Like the pay it forward method. People think that's not such a big thing. It is a big thing. How do you know, right, that someone behind you is having the absolute worst day and you've just paid for their meal. Do you know that really brightens their freaking day up? The power of that is amazing. We have so much power, so much good to give. We have the ability to change the way society runs. And even though it is key to focus on yourself and to work on yourself, we also live on this planet with each other. We are human beings and we're connected because we literally are human beings. Like, there's nothing else but that. We are human beings. We should be making this journey easier for each other, at least trying. And it starts with us. It starts with us. And I'm really glad that a lot of things have shifted. A lot of things have changed. We've realized a lot. We've learned a lot. And we still are. And I'm really glad that people are actually starting to be a bit more supportive and people are starting to learn. And we need to keep that up. We are the greatest support systems, you know, and there is a lot of work that needs to be done within the system as well. Oh, man. It needs a complete revamp. However, that doesn't mean that we don't try. Okay, that doesn't mean that we do not Stick our feet in the mud, get a little dirty and try. Because I don't know about you, but when you think about what depression was like for yourself, I would do anything for someone not to feel that. I would, I would pull my, I'd put my whole self in the mud. Again, I'm not about the heroic or the, I'm trying to make myself sound good bullshit. Keep that to yourself. I literally just don't want anyone to feel what I felt for like my entire life almost. I stopped feeling the intensity of depression literally this year. This is the first year that I haven't felt the intensity of it in that 
in that way. You know, I have felt it. I definitely have. But it is not being what it used to be. And I know I can I can feel it. I can feel the difference. But I still know that no one deserves to feel the wrath of depression. So it has to start somewhere. We have to work some, we have to just do something. The awareness and all that is great, but there's, we've just scratched, just scratching the surface. We need a lot more than that. Keep supporting people and even yourselves. Okay. Yourselves. You have to try as well. I know, I know, I know that's easier said than done. I know I get it, but geez, if I, I didn't at least try, I was forced to try technically, but I'm glad though. I'm really glad as hard as it was. I am glad because if I didn't try, I would still be that same, that same, that same girl, that same woman just dragging her feet through life. I would not be able to cope with myself if I had spent the rest of my life like that. It would have been in a, I would have been in a lot worse position. You try for you because you owes, you deserves more than that. Way freaking more than that. Way freaking more. And trust me, I know that you can get, you'll get, oh, I don't know how to say it. Oh, life, life has beaten the shit out of me. You know, people have done it to me, even myself. I've done it to myself. It's not just society and people. I've also done it to myself. But everything, everything beat the shit out of me. But I owe it to myself to try because myself deserves this shit. Myself deserves to heal. Myself deserves to live. Myself deserves to laugh and cry and fall on the floor and make mistakes and fail and quit and then do it again and then quit again. I deserve to go through all of the shit that life is. I deserve to stand up for my values and my rights. I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be a voice and I deserve to be free and I deserve to be happy. And so do you. Again, you're probably not going to believe it. But you are a living, breathing human being. And the world may have beat the shit out of us. But it doesn't deserve to win over us. We are the ones that live this journey. We live this life. And I will be damned to let anyone stay in a course that is just purely beaten and for the world to keep them there. You owe it to yourself and you do it for yourself and you just try. Like I said, you just try. Try what you can. I know there's more to this and I know that it's harder when you're in certain environments that don't allow you to do that. I know that sometimes family, friends, they debilitate as well. They make it hard. 
I know all of that. I know it all, trust me. You're probably surrounded by family that have no idea themselves and have and need a lot of healing. You're probably surrounded by friends that maybe make jokes and need healing as well. But here's the thing, okay? And this is what I had to learn too. The process has to start somewhere. They're not living your life. And they can literally project as much as they want, but they're projecting the own, their own shit that they're dealing with. That's all it is. It's actually got nothing to do with you. Whatever you do in this, you do it for you. And I can only hope that we keep progressing where people realize that or they also need to do the same for themselves because projection is a massive thing in this society. It contributes to depression. I swear, the obsession with looks, the obsession with weight, the way the education system is, the way workplaces are, people's behaviors, they contribute. Whether people want to believe it or not, they do. The way society is, contributes. And I think it's about time we actually took that out of the box and admitted it. Toxicity that we as human beings have and don't want to admit to, that contributes. Even for yourself, you're, you're feeding it yourself as well. And that's not, that's not a fault game or anything. It's just the truth because I was doing it. Again, all of this, I literally had to face but I was also feeding it within myself as well and believing a whole lot of illusions believing a whole lot of bullshit you know oh man where do we start it's very simple like I said start with you work your way up if you need it, there's probably things you need to heal from. There's probably things that are calling to you to focus on your path and your journey. Like I said, you owe it to yourself. No one deserves to stand in our way with this, including people that don't understand why they're feeling the way that they're feeling, like I said. Well... I don't know if there's much more to say on this topic. There will definitely be more discussions about this. This will not be a an end to the conversation. There will always be a conversation about depression. I'm just going to take it to different angles because I just believe that we need to dig deeper. I'm glad that there's so much awareness out there. I'm glad that people talk about it. I'm glad that there's information out there. I want to dig to where it comes from. I want to dig to how we can lessen the numbers because the numbers are massive. You can Google it. (laughs) The numbers are massive. And like I said many times, we are the greatest support system and we know what this is like. So how can we make sure that the future generations are not suffering with it like we are. That concludes this podcast. 
If you've listened for the entire 40 minutes, thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to what I have to say about depression. And end it at a little reminder that if you're struggling to do something today or do what you need to do today, just try to do one thing. And even if you don't get one thing, that is absolutely fine. The process of hard days or rest days, you need it. We all need it. Like I've said in this podcast a million times, we have capacities. So if you find that today you're struggling to do things, let it be, let it process, let it flow. That's a call for a break. Anyway, I'll end it now. But I really do hope you all have a lovely day.